0: You're listening to As Read By Me, the podcast where writers read and readers listen.
1: Hello, I'm Frank Goldstein, and this is an excerpt from my forthcoming book called Shoot It Anyway. This story is called The Coolest Kid in School, As Read By Me. At 70-plus years, It's pretty damn cool to find out from your 40-plus years old daughter that when she was in third grade, I did something to make her feel that she was the coolest kid in school. In the news business, schedules are posted every week. Why? Well, I don't know. They're meaningless. There's always emergencies, even ones that are known weeks in advance, like... Christmas often comes as a surprise in the newsroom. TV news isn't a career. It's a lifestyle. All too often, the lifestyle extends to your family. Missed family events, called back to work from days off, middle-of-the-night phone calls, unscheduled travel, and on and on and on. I was generally willing to work overtime. But if there was a special family event, I would let the assignment desk know early enough that the team should be aware that I wasn't available for OT. However, as luck would have it, according to the posted schedule, I was supposed to be off that evening at 5. But here's the but. When you get an assignment that's likely to go into OT before you're off for the day, you can't really turn it down. Oh, sure, you can try and maybe the desk will say, we'll try to get you relieved as soon as we can, but you shouldn't hold your breath. It was even worse for this assignment. I was the station's main helicopter guy. A large forest fire had broken out in the New Jersey Pine Barrens. That's about 60 miles east of Philadelphia a sprawling forest of scrub pines that's sparsely populated by humans. On this late spring afternoon, the fire was probably the result of a very dry winter and exceptionally warm temperatures. The pine barrens are, in fact, pretty barren. Perhaps a careless smoker or camper caused this fire at any rate now spewing a lot of smoke across a critical route to the Jersey Shore. Frank, the chopper's waiting for you. We want you to be live as soon as you can establish a signal. You can figure that you'll be live from the helicopter at the top of the 6th and during the weather and for the close of the show. Damn! Let's see. 6.30 off the air. Head east at 120 miles an hour. Land at 7, unload, drop my tape, check out in the car by 7.15, and at the concert, with some luck, by 8. What concert? Tonight's the night of my daughter Jennifer's spring concert. She's a third grader, and she's got her first cello solo. I had advised the desk several times during the day, but duty called. Time for some creative thinking. Let's see. Wait a minute. On the way back to the TV station, it's only a couple of miles north to Jennifer's school. Yes. Pilot's good with the plan. The desk says okay. And I had permission to land there before. We're landing in the schoolyard. I'll take my camera and recorder with me, the pilot will turn in the tape from the fire, and I'll get to the concert just in time for the start. What's the big deal? Dads land helicopters in the schoolyard all the time. I had to wait until I was 70 plus to find out what a big deal it was. By now you've probably realized what a crazy lifestyle I've lived. I was an interesting dad. Like the time I had both kids in the news car, the station liked the idea of a marked news car driving around the neighborhood to make folks wonder what'll be on the news tonight from their neighborhood. Interesting was a pretty good description. More like crazy, but always memorable, as I recently found out. I was on a day off, driving through northeast Philadelphia in the news car with both kids. As always, the police radio was on when the dispatcher announced a shooting not far from where we were. We sped to the area, and I told the kids, stay in the car with the doors locked while I check out the story. Turns out it was another Philly mob hit, and it's also my daughter's favorite ride. I parked far enough away so there was nothing visible from the car but the red and blue spinning police lights. Oh, and by the way, both kids are relatively normal and successful adults today. Sometimes I worked on investigations, like the great grape cyanide caper that wound up sending our crew to Chile. We worked with hidden cameras, secret recordings, and bizarre ideas. Like a summertime story on home swimming pool safety for kids. Our consumer reporter came up with this one. All I did was make it happen on videotape, thanks to a kid who plays the cello and swims like a fish in our backyard pool. Oh, sure, I can get a shot of a kid drowned in a pool. I'll just rent an underwater housing for my video camera, weigh it down on the bottom of my pool, and have my daughter float without moving for a minute or so over the camera. My wife hated that shot, and I can't say I blame her. The consumer reporter, of course, loved it. I'm still not certain who was sicker, me or the reporter. I found out on our next story. I was assigned to the same reporter to do a series on the cost of funerals. This time, and for the first and only time in my career, I refused to shoot the stand-up. FYI, a stand-up is one of those shots you see in almost every TV news story, where the reporter stands or walks in a scene while talking and describing part of the story. In this case, the consumer reporter had arranged for us to be permitted to film in a funeral director's casket display room. So, it came time to shoot the stand-up, and he wanted to lay down in a closed casket, start talking and push up the lid, sit up and finish the stand-up. No way, I said. I've never said this in my nearly 30 years of shooting TV news. We finally settled with the reporter walking into the scene and standing next to a casket. Ultimately, the reporter decided coming out of a casket would have been in bad taste. Yeah, you think?
0: Thanks for joining us. If you're listening on a podcast app, please hit the subscribe button to be notified when we release future episodes. For more information about the podcast and the authors, visit asreadbyme.com. You can also find us on Twitter, and you can stream video versions of the show on YouTube and Rumble. If you're enjoying the show and would like to help us keep it ad-free, please consider supporting us by visiting asreadbyme.com and clicking the donate button. If you're a writer and would like to read something on an upcoming episode, send an email to writers at asreadbyme.com.